Welcome to Tough Men of Faith. I'm R.T. Stringer. I'm joined by my co-host tonight. Nick Robertson. Nick Robertson. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Are yeah. you? Hey, I got a question. I meant to ask you this earlier today. What did you got? It just came to me. I don't know why. I've been, I've been hanging out with you the last four hours. Yeah. Did you look out the window today at church and wave to me while I was jumping in the dumpster? No, I took your picture. Did you really? And it's a live I... picture. So <laughs> it catches you bouncing like three times on the top of the dumpster pile. And I planned on giving it to producer Blake for Sunday service so he can say, put it up on the screen and say, does your pastor do this? <laughs> well, the, you know. the trash the trash man hasn't came because right. it's... Right. No, I saw it. It's, it's, it's overflowing. It's We huge. have a lot of things. You know, we're we're busy place around here, yeah. so we've got a lot going on. So the dumpster always fills up. A lot of trash. A lot of trash. You've been storing a lot of trash in your office. Yeah, so we needed more room and... Um, yeah. I got on it and I started jumping up and down trying to get it to go down further. And yeah, there was no forgiveness in what was in the dumpster, was there? I didn't uh, No. Well, I didn't know anybody's watching. Now look in the window at the yeah. church. And Did I you see, see a cell phone poking out around the blinds? <laughs> I didn't see the cell phone. <laughs> yeah. And then I told uh, one of the other pastors was out there with me. I was like, man, I wish he could hear me because I was going to say, I need you out here because I need some extra weight to oh. make this go down. <laughs> see what you did? Huh. It just goes full circle, doesn't it? Right back to the weight thing again. No, not like not that you're heavy. Yeah, whatever. But you have a you have like eight inches on me. What's RT stand for? Is it Richard? No. Oh, okay. really tough. Just curious. Oh, really this. tough. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, where are we going today? Well, because I feel like this is already going downhill. It has. Okay, it has went downhill. Yeah, because of my weight. <laughs> Just pulling us downhill. <laughs> well, no, we're uh... people that don't know me are going to think that you sit in here some fat guy. I've never said that. Uh, you've alluded, alluded to it. You have like a foot on me, so you're gonna be you're gonna weigh more than I do. Yeah, I should. But... And muscle weighs more than fat. And you're... <laughs> nice. I appreciate you. People are gonna think I'm in here making like fat jokes at you, and I don't. It's okay, I... it's okay man. I forgive you. You're taller than I am. Like you and uh, producer Blake are really razzing on or making fun of me the other day. About what? Because you're talking about ordering the t-shirts for this podcast. I walk in the room and you're saying, "Well, we don't need any smalls. We just need like some large and mediums and extra large and double extra large." <laughs> I didn't realize that, you know, what shirt size you wore. And I was like, well, I need a small. Yeah. And then you guys wouldn't stop making fun of me. I didn't realize you did like belly shirts and midriff shirts <laughs> when you walked around the house in your new podcast shirt. You know. I thought there's nothing better than a Tough Men of Faith shirt that this <laughs> yeah, barely show, covered my belly button. your belly button. Let's see that belly button piercing there, RT. <laughs> no. No. No belly button piercing. No uh, tattoo around my belly button. Not yet. Just uh, just trying to show off the stomach, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. This has gone way off this the rails. This is bad. Yep. This is bad. I so, don't... where are we going? <laughs> Producer Blake's over there just waving his hand like, well, should we just start over? No, we're just going to finish it. I... Yeah, we're going to roll with it. Uh, forgiveness. Keep going. keep going strong. Forgiveness. Hey, wait a minute before we jump in. I'm um, ready to jump in. No, no, no. A couple weeks ago, you and I were talking. I think it was in our Ecclesiastes miniseries. We, that was a good series. It was a really good you series. You guys should go back and listen to it. Yeah. I if really, you haven't. I enjoyed that series. Um, I enjoyed recording it. I really enjoyed listening to it after the fact. It was so good. Like, I, I hate saying it was good that yeah. everyone talked about it. Right. <laughs> I learned stuff when I listened to it. I do, too. Yeah. That one. Mainly how good of a speaker I am. Yeah. But, well, yeah. You know. Definitely. Anyway, so, we were talking about it, and we were talking about a story... <laughs> Where you and your dad wrestled an ostrich or something. <laughs> Killed an ostrich? I'm not really sure. It, I, 
I want to bring that back up again. I think we need to tell this story because people are wondering. That have heard the Ecclesiastes series now. They're like, huh, who killed the ostrich? And it just never got, you know, it was never talked about again. And I think now <laughs> is a good time. It's always the, the funny part is like we talk through a lot of great things on that. And then people are reaching out like, yeah. hey, uh, I, heard I want to hear about, about, an about an ostrich. Like, yeah, but did you learn anything about a time to, I guess, a time to kill? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I guess there was a time to kill. Did you learn anything else? Or like I preach a sermon sometimes, like on forgiveness or something. They come and say, like, hey, you had that illustration. Right. Can you tell me more about that? That's <laughs> right. that pretty yeah, funny. So, that's what I wanted to actually hear about. Oh, you missed a point. Yeah. So I guess you missed a point. Oh, uh, yeah, so can I did. Can talk about it? I can tell what happened. Okay, here's what happened. All right. I was probably 16, 17 years old. It's not like you went to a zoo and killed an ostrich. Or no, 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 no. We you weren't on safari. No safari. Okay. It is actually an emu, not an ostrich. It's a little bit smaller. Dude, I think those things are meaner. They're pretty mean. Yeah. Here's what happened. Take, I, a, I, take a tough man to put one down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my dad was a tough man. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's, yeah, he's no. the toughest guy now. Yeah. Um, so we we lived in the city, like the heart of the city. Like we, yeah. we didn't live out in the farm or anything. Like you guys were like southeast side Indy, right? Southeast side Indy, okay. right? So... Yeah, houses is stacked on top of each other, yeah. small yards. So there was a guy about a, two blocks away that had emus. Dude, this whole time I thought it was an ostrich. Like, it was just flailing its neck around, you know. You know what an emu is, though, right? I mean, it looks yeah, just like they, an ostrich. They don't have, like, the long neck, though, right? Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah, exact same thing. Maybe I'll have to look them up. A little bit smaller. Okay, I'm going to the Google. Yeah, go to Google. If you guys don't know, look it up. An emu, it's, it's about like an ostrich. Okay. So he, they had a bunch of them in this oh, guy's good yard. good night, dude. Yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs> This thing looks prehistoric. Yeah. They're crazy. So here's what happened. It's like a small little velociraptor. (laughs) All right. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, look at its claws, though, on its feet. Did I see its claws? So I guess that's how it hurts people. (laughs) It was a Wednesday night. I remember this because we always went to church on Wednesday night. (laughs) But not this night. (laughs) Well, we did. emu for dinner. (laughs) So I look at my backyard. Yeah. I see an emu running around. I tell my dad. Hey, there's this giant... I didn't know what an emu was. Yeah. I thought, hey, there's this giant bird. Looks like an ostrich. We live in the city. <laughs> Something doesn't belong. My dad's like... I mean, he was pretty like... Matter of fact said what he thought. Yeah. So he's like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Get in the car. We're going to church. Yeah. We go to church. So apparently this emu was running around the entire time. Okay. We get home that night about two hours later. And so there was a, there was a grocery store and a pizza hut just down the street. Okay. Behind it, they'd finally captured... Like, trapped this emu. Animal control was there. There are cop cars lined up. So, you know, if you go behind, like, a store, there's, like, you can drive that road, like, yeah, behind it. like an alley or something. An alley. So, something like that. A little yeah. bit of a larger one. But they had both sides blocked off. Okay. There are police officers standing on both sides. And people, and so we walk down there. And so, my dad lines up next to, like, this cop. So, yeah. there's two cop cars and this, this police officer and my dad. So, your dad there. just jumped in. He's like, I'm going to help you. Yeah. And yeah. so, they needed help. So, he's just standing there talking to him. Okay. And so... The emu, the cop tells my dad, I remember because I was standing back just a little bit. He goes, whatever happens, we can't let this emu get through us. <clears throat> he said, we've been chasing this thing for three hours. Yeah. So animal control's there, and they had a tranquilizer gun. And so <laughs> they're like, we're not going to tranquilize it because we, we think it'll kill it. Like, they're okay. probably not used to, like, how yeah. much would you shoot an ostrich? Yeah, yeah. With? We, have, we have a tranquilizer for a rhinoceros and a dog. Yeah. And <laughs> nothing in between. Yeah. So, um. so they didn't want to tranquilize it. <laughs> gotcha. So then all of a sudden, the emu, they were trying to get closer to capture it with like a net or a lasso it or something. Yeah. It goes running straight at my dad and this police officer. Nice. And so I remember the cop jumps out of the way. <laughs> my dad. So my dad is like a crazy Vietnam vet. Like when you hear that, he was like, that's him. Like yeah. Nothing scared him. He grabs the emu <laughs> and he pulls it down on top of him. <laughs> and so 
hold on, you're doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu way wrong. This was before the MMA was even a okay. thing. He pulls it down on top of him. Yeah. So the only thing I remember is that the animal control guy said, because I was always worried about things biting me. He's like, yeah. no, they don't bite. Like, they bite, it doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt you. Okay. How they hurt you is if, if you're on the ground, the back of their feet has these massive claws. Okay. And they'll just dig into your chest or, oh. or claw you. So my dad pulls it down on top of him. <laughs> And great, so then, <laughs> great thinking. Yeah. He's holding on to it, but it's getting, it's starting to get up. Yeah. So my dad screams at me. He goes, RT, get over here. <laughs> so I'm just standing back watching it. Cause I really, like, I had a lot more common sense yeah, than my dad sounds like it. at about age six. Okay. Um, and so, so I'm 16 here. He yells, get over here. So I knew like, Hey, I better get over here and help right. or I'm going to get the wrath of him later. Yeah. So I go running. Yeah, take over the wrath there. of this prehistoric bird. Right. Or, so know. the bird starts to stand up on top of him. I I dive and jump on top of the bird and knock it back down on top of my dad. Nice. So <laughs> my dad's holding it from the like bottom. like you guys bear hugging a bird on the ground. I'm on top of it. So I grab one of its legs. <laughs> yeah. And its legs are so strong. It just keeps like moving across the pavement, however oh. it wants. But I'm holding one. Yeah. So this other police officer comes up. He grabs the other leg. So both of us are trying to just like hold this bird down. <laughs> and it keeps kicking its legs back and forth. Yeah. Animal control comes up, and they start tying up the legs as okay. we're trying to hold it. Yeah. So it keeps kicking. Then all of a sudden, the bird stops kicking. So I'm thinking, <laughs> he's tapping out. Right. We won. Yeah. I'm feeling really good about myself. My yeah. dad's underneath him, and he's feeling good about himself. <laughs> so what had happened? Did it really tap out? The bird had died. It tapped all the way out. <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, at least what they told us back then is that they have their hearts can't take much. And so oh. probably when I was on top of it, it was yeah. so excited. My dad was underneath of it. It was kicking that it, it just it just died. Like its heart exploded or wow. something. It got excited when you were on top of it. Nope. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> so we get off of it, and uh, it's just laying there, you know. And my dad's from from the country. And yeah. It's a different mentality. Right. So he's super proud of us. So yeah. there's a crowd there, right? You know, it's we live in the inner city, so when the, all these police officers there, everyone's coming. Oh, yeah. Before cell phones, thank right. goodness, right? Yeah. None of this is recorded. Man, I wish it was. No, though. I'm so glad it wasn't. So my dad gets up, and the bird's dead, and so he looks at it as a victory. Yeah. Like, we just won this war. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> and so someone goes, I remember this lady goes, is that bird dead? And my dad's like, oh, yeah, it's dead. We killed it. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that everyone around is getting more sympathetic for this bird, right? right? It's no longer like, this is a nuisance to where my dad is like yeah, proud of himself. It's like, like, you just killed this huge You guys bird. just killed this bird. I remember looking at my dad and I said, we need to get out of here. You are a murderer. Like, we should leave. Like, these people aren't as happy as you, yeah. as you are with yourself. Right. Like, I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of me. Right. Um, let's take this bird home. Let's clean it. Let's eat yeah. it. Yeah. No, let's... that's what I thought we would eat the bird. So yeah. we ended up just like kind of, we just kind of like snuck through the crowd. We were gone. <laughs> yeah. So, no more. Like a vapor. So, I don't know. That's, uh, that's the, uh, the emu story. I don't Man. Know. <laughs> no I'm, one... so, I'm so glad I brought this up again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. I, so if I ever, have you ever heard the, like two truths and a lie? Two like the game. So a lot of times you do oh, an yeah. icebreaker, like, Hey, tell two things that are true about you. And something's a lie. Yeah. So you I always... always tell that. Like, hey, I once killed an emu with my bare hands. Huh. No, that must be a <laughs> That's lie. That's got to be a lie. All right, man, let's move on before uh, I get PETA any more upset with me. Yeah, no uh, kidding. you already have tonight. Not like the pastor on the south side that kills emus in his free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess if, if you guys ever need my assistance, you got an emu running around your neighborhood, yeah. give me a call. I'm your S- guy. Send him a page. <laughs> <laughs> send me a page. All right, forgiveness. Yep. So we're going to talk about tonight. Good. We're going to move quickly through it. Okay. Because we've already taken up most of our time talking yeah. about killing emus. I feel like you owe the emu farmer a I do. An apology. I do. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I feel forgiveness. You don't owe him a forgiveness. Well, I feel like the south side of India owed me a thank you that night, and I didn't get so uh, forgiveness. Will you, for, will, you, will you forgive them? Let's yeah, I forgive you guys. <laughs> I kept the neighborhood safe. Right. So let me ask you something. Shoot. Have you ever uh, been hurt by someone? I have. Okay. Yeah, that's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Flip flop the question. Have you ever hurt someone? Oh, I'm sure that I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you have too. Yeah. You hurt my feelings about every other podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, with the weight jokes you say I've yeah. made that I have not made about you. <laughs> I forgive you. Um, forgiveness is a big one. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't think we've ever really talked about it. We've no, alluded I, to it on the podcast. Yeah, but... no, I think, I don't know if forgiveness is the right word, but I think men have problems with forgiveness or at least forgiving other people that seem to do them wrong. Yeah, I think it's pride. Yeah. It's probably the root of it, but forgiveness is it. So I, a couple things, like I think, I think we're slow at, if someone hurts us, a lot of times we don't want to let them know. Yeah. So maybe that like you are really ticked off at someone. Like they did something to you. Right. Like let's say I said something to you. <laughs> yeah. And I just said it in passing and I kept going. <laughs> right. And you've been ticked about it for two weeks. Oh, yeah. I don't even know it because I say so many dumb – I say so much dumb stuff. Right. I, do too, I, I don't even know it. So I had this problem at work. I got really ticked off with uh, yeah. one of my – the people that I work for, one of the guys I work for, one of the home builders. I yeah. Know. I don't think he even knew that I was mad. Mm-hmm. And he like every time he see me, he's like, "Oh yeah, hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing?" You know, and he's uh, he's like him hauling around, and hey, you know, hope everything's great, and yeah, yeah, I got this, I got that for you to do, job security, and so I had some snide remark every time that I'd see him, and one day he asked me, he said, "Is there a problem between us or something?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, dude, I, I hate working for you, you know, I, 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 you know, and I just went off the deep end, and you know, I just kind of explained it all, and." I just went crazy off the deep end. He had no idea I was even mad at him. Yeah. He just, uh, you know, he didn't even have a clue. Mm-hmm. It's just, anyway. Yes, I, think, I, I feel like we've worked past it. but Yeah, but um, it's good to let people know, right? I mean, it's like if I someone you hurts you, have to. You, you need to go to them and say, hey, you hurt me. Yeah, yeah, this was a thing. Um, you know, it, it really upset me, and uh, could you fix it? <laughs> so many times as guys, we just keep it bottled up, and yeah. then you run into him at a ball game or you see him at, I don't know, church or yeah. out in the community, like, right. oh, I really hate you. And I forgot you how much I hate you. Yeah, yeah. Or you just keep the, the bitterness inside. Right. The crazy thing about it, it's not hurting them at all. Like yeah. that guy who doesn't know that, he's like, life's good for me. Yeah. But every time you think about him, you're like boiling inside. Yeah. It's causing you anxiety and some yeah. other things probably. And you know. Yeah, it's happened. And then the other part of it is like forgiving people, right? So I think yeah. that's tough to do. Like right. when someone messes up. and Yeah. I have a, I'm usually slow to forgive. Yeah. It seems like I keep things bottled up for a while. And uh, I shouldn't. Um, and even looking scripturally, you know, looking at Matthew. Yeah. I think I stole this from you, but go ahead. You know, man, Matthew still, eighteen. You have a good, you have a good pastor. It's like exp- right, yeah, preaching, you can just, preaching through the book of Matthew right now. Right. So yeah, um, but it's like you know, how many times should I forgive him, Lord? And he says, uh, what's he say, seventy times seven? Yeah. So four hundred ninety times, and then four hundred ninety first time, I'm I'm done forgiving him. So yeah, yeah, I think that's what it means. <laughs> so it's for the math scholars out there. I got to visit this. Uh, this is cool concept where. It's a lot of new pe- new guys coming to church. It's actually like guys that that we'd really fit in with. This yeah. this some kind of rough around the edges guys. And <laughs> there's some new Christians, and so I was in a Bible study with with one of them. Yeah, out of state, so no one around here. Okay, um, but I was just able to go and hang out with them. And so that we're talking through this in Matthew chapter 18. Yeah, and where it talks about how many times you know you get to the, the 400 sometimes. So this guy goes, man, I've been keeping track. He goes, my 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 brother. <laughs> Yeah. And he, and he told us, I can't remember, like the number he had in his mind was like 300 and some. <laughs> he goes, and I promise you, when I get to 491, I'm going to hit him so hard. <laughs> I was dying. The guy was sincere as could be. Right. But he's trying to like, he's trying to grow in his walk and yeah. stuff. And so we talk, 
talk through what that yeah, means. He's going, you know, as literal as he can. He was. He's waiting for four. I mean, he was ready, like inside. He was like, I keep yeah. forgiving like I'm supposed to, but I'm telling you, I'm going to hit him when I get yeah. there. <laughs> when 491 comes up, I'm done. Yeah. And 70 times seven was fulfilled. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think what scripture's saying there is uh, that's like an unlimited time, right? Yeah, so I agree. You're um, not supposed to keep track. So right. for you guys out there. Well, and, and think about it this way, you know, Christ forgives us. Yeah. God, you know, God forgives us countless times. Of so much. Uh, you know, as and we need forgiveness every day just for, you know, our even the, even the smallest transgressions. And, uh, you know, I, I think the 70 times 7, like you said, it was just an unlimited number. Mm-hmm. Just keep forgiving. Yeah. You so know. as Christians, we've been forgiven of so much. That's right. how we forgive. You mentioned Matthew there. That's chapter 18. Let's just work through that next few verses. Oh, yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, go ahead. You got to pull it up. I'll pull it up here on my awesome. computer. So right after Peter asked that question, how many times forgive? Jesus yeah. says, not seven times, and talks about all the times. The next, the next verse says, hey, there's a kingdom of heaven maybe compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Yeah. So this guy comes to this king. He owes the king a lot of money, 10,000 talents. It's Yeah, something he could never pay back. Never pay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So an enormous amount of money, never pay back. Uh, where we at? Verse 25, and since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and for payment to be made. Yeah. So can't pay it, you're going to get sold. Yeah. Uh, so the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. So he starts begging for his life. Verse 27, out of pity for him, the master of the servant released him and forgave him the debt. So it's a cool story up to this point, right? So right. this guy owes a lot of money. He can't pay it back. There's no way, you know, his family's involved. He's like, man, please forgive me. And so the king forgives him of all his debt. So an amount yeah. that's more than you're ever going to make in a lifetime right. doing drywall, right? So we're talking <laughs> yeah. about a lot of money. Yeah, here. a lot of and money. And I know that you're like, you make a ton of money doing drywall. Oh, right? yeah, you know, like, I'm just getting filthy yeah, rich over here. Yeah, so, but you would never make this much money. The right. guy forgives him. Well, it's 10,000 talents. I mean, I don't even yeah. know what one talent equates no, to. No, so. I don't know. Verse 28 so that same guy who's just forgiven of a bunch of money, yeah, he goes out. He found one of his fellow servants who owed him um, 100 denarii, so just a, a little bit of money. So yeah. now we're talking about versus, think of it as how much money you'll make in a lifetime versus a day's wage. Maybe. Right. He seizes him, and he begins to choke him, <laughs> the Scripture says. And he starts saying, pay me what you owe me. So his servant, the guy he's choking, uh, begins to plead with him before he passes out, I guess, yeah. and says, hey, have patience with me, and I will pay you. He's saying, hey, I will pay you the money. Yeah. Uh, but he refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. Hmm. So this he, guy. He gets ahead. forgiven yep. of the, his humongous debt. Yeah. I mean, you know, his gajillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like he bought Apple stock. Yeah. That kind of debt. Yeah. You know, when it first day one. Yep. Okay. Anyway. So he refused, puts him in jail. So verse 31. Yeah. And he, he's worried about one Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, the fellow servants, so the other people around, uh, they saw what taking place. They were greatly distressed. So they go and report this to the master that all taken place. So the original king who had forgiven everything. Yeah. The master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And you had no mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. And in his anger, the master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debts. So the heavenly father would do unto you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Right. Isn't that a great story? It is, yeah. So don't take a chance at not forgiving, you know, forgiving someone infinite times. Yeah. Because you're going to be, you know, forgiven infinitely. Yes. Thank you. We can make up words on here, too. If I think so. Yeah. yeah. That, no, you did it right. It's like Scrabble. Scrabble, yeah. You know, we just don't get any points for it. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's do this. Yeah. Practically, here's a few things. How can we forgive? Or th- the big thing is, as Christians, we forgive because what Christ has forgiven us is so right. much. So who am I to hold something against you for making fun of me for being short? Yeah. You made that joke or something. Yeah. 
I forgive you for calling me fat all the yeah, time. Yeah, so with it. Oh. because Christ has forgiven me for like, you know how much stupid stuff I do? Yeah, my, I know how much you do. I can't imagine how much I don't know about. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, there's been so much in my life that you don't know about, yeah. that you wouldn't know, want to know about, that Jesus knows about. Right. And he looks at me, he's like, I'm going to forgive you for that. Yeah. And that. And everything else that right. you do. Yeah, you're probably forgiven for killing that emu and not eating it. <laughs> you know? Just saying. But then, so God forgives me for all these things. And then who am I to turn around and look at someone else who's hurt me? Right. Like, no, I'm not going to forgive you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, how do you call yourself a Christian? If you've been forgiven countless times over and over, and then you look at other yeah. people and you can't forgive the same yeah. way you've been forgiven. Yep. So you need so. to forgive. Yep. The other thing about forgiveness is unforgiveness really hurts you. Yeah. So yeah. even that story it you told. Not, yeah. It doesn't affect the guy that I was mad at. Mm. Um, you know, it, it affected me because every time I saw him, I would get instantly upset, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It affected me, not him. Yeah. So when you're holding a grudge, you're trying to hold it over someone's head, it's right. really not hurting that other person. Yep. You know, it's kind of, you maybe heard it said that unforgiveness is like... Uh, grabbing broken glass and just keep squeezing it and yeah. hoping it hurts someone else. Yeah, exactly. Or drinking rat poison and hope it kills the person you're mad at. Yeah. It's it's eating you alive inside. Yep. So if you don't forgive, it's really going to hurt you. The, the big one here that I think you need to get yeah. for Nick well, Robertson. Well, what here, do you got? This is why Nick Robertson needs to forgive. Is <laughs> <laughs> because Nick Robertson's going to need forgiveness again. Yeah. Let's say... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think we'll all need forgiveness again, but you know what? I'll play along here. Um Let's say, uh, like, Rachel was to do something that she needed forgiveness for. Not, I don't think yeah. she ever would. No, she... But hypothetically, if right. she did something very, very small, yeah. and she needed you to forgive her, yeah. and you look at her and you're like, uh, no, I'm not going to forgive you. Yeah. That's really stupid on your part. It is. Because I know you, yeah. and come tomorrow... I'm going to need her forgiveness. You're going to need yeah. forgiveness for several things. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that true of all of us, though? That's a, it's, it's funny. It's the one thing I've learned about this podcast, really, the most, is that I need Rachel's forgiveness. Yeah. Sometimes I say stupid things for a laugh, and she knows that I do it, and she still forgives me. Yeah. You know, 70 times 7. Yeah, so we need, but you need to forgive because you're going to need forgiveness. So if, I, yeah. if I'm holding a grudge against you, like you did something to me, I'm going to need you to forgive me at some point. Like yeah. if we stay friends long enough. You know, it's like you were talking about that guy earlier, you know, that you were doing the uh, Bible study with. I'm scared when we get to Podcast 491. Yeah. Rachel is going to whop me. <laughs> it's going to be bad. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only encouragement I'd have, like, I know we're getting long here, but is to encourage you guys, if you're struggling to forgive someone, which which is a very real thing. Like, I know we've been joking, but yeah. there's some real hurt, some abuse, some hard things that have maybe happened in your past that you're struggling to forgive. Yep. And it can take time. Like, I'm not saying it's easy where you can just do it today. Right. But a couple things, remember that forgiveness and trust are two different things. I may forgive you, yeah. but I may not trust you right now. Yeah. Trust can take years to build back if trust ever comes back. Exactly. But forgiveness can happen. It needs to happen for your sake. Yep. But if you're struggling with it, I would encourage you to start praying for that person. Yeah. By name. I'm not praying. I know you're over there smirking. No, right? I'm not. Because praying I, they I get know, ran over by a train, right? No, Is that I what you're thinking? I know where thinking? you're going with it, and I like it. Um, yeah. Pray for that person and watch how yourself is changed Yeah. Um, by praying for that person. You yeah. will end up changing by praying for someone else. Yeah. It might be a mindset. It might be a physical change. It might be an emotional change. But you will end up changing by praying for someone else. Yeah, that's what I encourage you to do that. You know, kind of in closing, think of it this way. When Jesus was on the cross dying for your sins, my yeah. sins, you know, so that we can have forgiveness. Right. There were people, soldiers and other people there, mocking him, spitting on him, yeah. beating him saying all kinds of mean things about right. him, just treating him as, as poor as you can treat anyone ever in history. Yep. And he's still asking his father to forgive them. He prays for them. Right. Like as they're beating him, he's praying that God we'll that forgive, they, them. That forgive them. Yep. That's our model. Yeah. So he's forgiven us. Um, our model's now for whatever someone's done for you, pray for forgiveness. Yep. So.
This has been good. I, I know we spent this has been great. the first 45 <laughs> minutes talking about killing how to kill an emu. Well, you know, and that's good, too, because that's a, a skill that I didn't have before, yeah, but now I know how well, to do it. Every tough man needs to know how to kill an emu. Yeah, I agree. Right? <laughs> Watch the claws. <laughs> what? Don't worry about biting. Right. The claws. Yeah, the claws is where it's at. All right. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Looking forward to uh, being back with you next week and maybe yeah. teach you how to kill, I don't know. It's probably squirrels. Squirrels, yeah. You know, we'll start, right. start at the bottom and work our way back up again. All right. See you guys.